Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've driven Interstate 16 through Bryan County lately, you've no doubt noticed the eastbound truck way station near the US 280 exit looks a little exposed. That's because site prep crews have cleared nearly 3,000 acres behind it as construction on the Hyundai EV plant gets underway. The Savannah Economic Development Authority's Trip Tollison is our guest on this episode of the Cube Podcast. Good day, Savannah, from all of us here at savannahnow.com. This is the Commute Podcast presented by National Office Systems. I am your host, Adam Van Bremer, opinion columnist and a deputy editor at Savannah Morning News. Today is Thursday. Two days ago, Hyundai hosted local dignitaries for a ceremonial groundbreaking on the site of their soon-to-be electric vehicle plant in Bryan County. The gathering, which included a product expo and community celebration at Amarcan Arena, was pull-out-all-the-stops impressive. All it was missing was fireworks. Earlier today, CETA's Trip Tollison led us on a tour of the Hyundai factory site and sat down to discuss what comes next with myself and journalist Latrice Williams, who covers all things Bryan County for the Savannah Morning News and SavannahNow.com. But first, a plug for National Office Systems, the commute's presenting sponsor. Here at the Savannah Morning News, we're planning an office move in the coming months, and we know who to call once we settle on an address. Scott Center and his team at National Office Systems. They've been helping Savannah businesses with their office needs since the 1980s. National Office Systems offers more than 200 product lines, including a new collaboration from two of the office furniture industry's leaders, Herman Miller and Noel, who together are known as Miller Noel. If your office space needs a refresh, National Office Systems can help. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. That's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's that conversation with Cetus Triptolison. Joined on the commute now by Trip Tollison with Savannah Economic Development Authority. We are sitting on the mega site today. And Trip, of course, we had a big event here on Tuesday, the Hyundai groundbreaking. I know that there's, there's a feeling, it's, it's always been real to you, but is it more real to you now that, that the groundbreaking has been held? It definitely is more real than ever before. You know, it's one thing that during the site selection visit, you do all the tours and all the homework and all the exhibits. But when you, you know, it started feeling real on May the 20th when we actually announced the project. But when you see all the resources they brought to town and all the planning and all the work that went into the groundbreaking stuff, you're like, okay, <laughs> this is really, really happening. So it was a great day. We're on the site. We did a tour of the site. Basically, we're looking at 1,700 acres of cleared land that all has been cleared in essentially three months. What uh, When you come out and visit the site now, what kind of stands out to you most about the site? Uh, what stands out the most is the hard work and the dedication that Mega Civil and the employees out here have put into the project. Because, you know, if you think what this place looked like on August the 1st and what it looks like today, uh, just, you know, I think a lot of people, when they do get to see this, are in awe with how fast things are moving and how 
uh, dedicated Mega Civil, um, which is a joint venture of the, of the site contractors, how dedicated they are to the project. Uh, that's what really gets me the most. One of the few new things that we learned the other day was battery plant first, looking at the end of 2024, assembly plant coming on online sometime in the, in the year after. What are you most focused on between now and late 2024 when that battery plant comes online? So actually the battery plant's going to come after. So, so the, the assembly plant for the actual production of the vehicles will be first and the battery uh, will be a joint venture and that'll be announced later. Uh, and so right now the, the, what's keeping us up at night is making sure that, you know, we can have the assembly portion and all the affiliates done. And of course, all the suppliers that are coming in the market, you know, they, all this has to be operational, uh, first part of 2025. And that's, that's a big, big lift. The suppliers, how much are you guys involved in, in that on the front end? I know you went to South Korea earlier earlier in the year and, and courted some folks over there. Where's that process? So, yeah, suppliers are all in the market right now. We've got quite a few that are trying to keep up with, with uh, Hyundai schedule. So you'll be hearing a lot about different announcements related to these suppliers that are, that are coming to the market. Um, but it's going to be every, you know, certainly all the counties within the JDA, uh, and even further out are going to are definitely going to um, be very happy with what's going on on the supplier side. There's going to be quite a few announcements and quite a few projects. So um, that's that's another whole piece of all this that we're all working on right now because that's that's got to happen. The community Hyundai talked a lot about their community partnerships during the visit the other day. Uh, I know that workforce development you can get the site ready and get the stuff built. You got to have people to work in it. What can we expect in terms of on the workforce development side between uh, in whether it's the near future or, or so later? There, there is an effort underway right now. Um, a lot of different partners, both public and private, that are um, we're doing a, a massive study, a massive plan. Um, I don't have all the details aren't necessarily available today, but they will be. Uh, so you'll see a lot more coming with that. be back in a moment. We'll use this break in a program to encourage you to subscribe to the Savannah Town Square Opinion Newsletter. Every week, subscribers to the newsletter get a sneak peek at an opinion commentary, get to weigh in on a Vox Populi topic, get caught up on our latest podcast topics and guests, and get to access to a collection of our latest opinion works. All of that delivered to your email inbox. Go to savannahnow.com newsletters and sign up. You don't have to subscribe to the Savannah Morning News or Savannah Now to get the newsletter, so no excuses. I know the, the scuttlebutt amongst the manufacturing sector is that, that this is going to be attractive to, to other companies. How important is it to, to kind of keep your eye on the existing businesses as this business starts to, to come online and start to recruit people? It's just as important as, you know, delivering for Hyundai. You know, you the worst thing that can happen or worst thing that anybody could do is not take care of what's already here. Uh, and so I, I, every day we get comments, um, you know, ideas, suggestions, thoughts about what we can do, um, not only with Hyundai, but of course, you know, taking care of all the other companies that are here. Um, and you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a huge, huge endeavor. Uh, and, but you know, I think we've got a good plan that we're gonna that we're gonna announce soon, and I think that Hyundai's very excited about it, and I think the other companies that are here 
will also be excited because they're going to be hiring throughout all this too, you know? So, um, yeah, we definitely got to take care of what we have because if we don't, you know, they're, they're at the end of the day, our local businesses, our local companies, um, are our biggest opportunities to market and sell the region. And if they're unhappy, then we might as well forget about it. So that's a good point. Circle back to the festivities the other day. Of course, they had a huge product expo and everything else down at the arena. Uh, quite the show. Was it uh, as impressive to you all as it was to, to all of us? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, this is all Hyundai's doing, right? This is this, this was their event. Unlike May the 20th, that was kind of our event. For those who went to the May 20th event and then went to the Hyundai event, <laughs> you could probably tell uh, not only – is Hyundai extremely talented and they're going to have, you know, state of the art facilities. But when you walk into the arena or you walk into the event out here in the morning, uh, you could truly see just how dedicated they are to our region. And, and when you, if, if they go all in with what happened last Tuesday, if, if they match that level with the facility and everything they're going to build here, I think we all should be very pleased and very happy about that. Yeah, I wanted to ask you if you could just kind of share with our viewers about the design concept. We got a little snippet of that at the groundbreaking, but we kind of both agreed it's kind of got that futuristic feel to it. Can you go into more detail about that? I think, you know, I don't know much about the electric vehicle industry. I don't know much about the car industry, but I will tell you that what we've seen on a couple of occasions with the company, uh, and then if you, you know, think about driving by a typical combustible engine manufacturing facility, um, what's going to be constructed here is going to be um futuristic is one way to say it. i think revolutionary is another way it is going to be state-of-the-art uh just a fantastic facility that we all that we all will be very very proud of well trip thank you so much for taking the time to show us around the side and join us on the commute today thank you thank you all for your coverage and all that y'all are doing it's uh it's a it's a great project for the state and the region We'll spend the balance of today's show talking a little bit about the Savannah Ghost Pirates. The Ghost Pirates are, of course, our minor league hockey team, and they opened their first, their inaugural season, last weekend in Greenville, South Carolina. They're going to play uh, two weeks of road games before returning for the home opener on November the 5th, which, needless to say, is, is highly anticipated. I had the good fortune of being able to travel to Greenville for the opener and watch the Ghost Pirates in action and get a feel for the ECHL. I want to say right off the jump that for those of us who have watched the college hockey tournament the last 20 years or so, this is not that. Ghost Pirates are professionals, and they are, for the most part, a team full of NHL prospects. Uh, a handful of them probably will one day play in the NHL, whether it's for the Vegas Golden Knights, who are the parent club of the Savannah Ghost Pirates, or somewhere else in the league. Skating is fast. The stick handling is good. They won the opener in Greenville 5-4 to four in overtime on a wraparound goal that I'm going to blaspheme here that reminded me a little bit of, of Wayne Gretzky and some of what we used to see with around the, the net from the great one. And it was certainly a very exciting finish. Uh, the Ghost Pirates are currently 2-0. and They won the next day in Atlanta and will play again this weekend and then uh, the first part of next week before playing host to that home opener on November the 5th. So I just wanted to kind of put it in everybody's mind that, that they are playing and it is coming fast. I know for a lot of us, we've been hearing about the Ghost Pirates or the Savannah Hockey Club 
since January of 2021. And it's kind of out of sight, somewhat out of mind. Anticipation is building. Uh, next week at savannahnow.com and Savannah Morning News, you're going to see a package of, of preview stories that really kind of unpack not only the Ghost Pirates, but kind of Savannah's history with minor league sports. You'll see a Q&A with Bob O'Roblo, who is the Ghost Pirates president. You'll see uh, Primer on what the ECHL, the, the Ghost Pirates League, is all about, who their rivals are. And you'll learn a little bit about what to expect from the game day experience. That home opener is a sellout. They have sold more than 5,000 seats pretty much for every game that they're going to have this year in a 7,000-seat arena, but there are single-game tickets available. So this, what you'll see next week, is a, is a good guide, a good primer for, for the season. And uh, we will also have a podcast featuring a Bob Arablo next week where he really talks about kind of why they chose Savannah, uh, how Savannah has performed in terms of their expectations, and what fans should expect throughout the season. So look for that. That podcast will be out Tuesday. The, the content that I mentioned will be on the website and in the newspaper throughout the week. And again, one more time, the opener is November the 5th. It's going to be a historic moment. It was a historic moment in Greenville. We had several dozen Ghost Pirates fans that made the trip up uh, up to the upstate of South Carolina on some very congested, let's just say, interstates between here and there. And they all had a blast, and it was it was fun to watch. And we'll look forward to seeing 7,000 Ghost Pirates fans in a week. So with that, that's all for this edition of the Commute Podcast. Thanks one last time to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. Before I sign off, remember that we publish new Commute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so whatever your interests, you will find interviews of interest in our archives. To find those archives, just search The Commute with that Savannah Opinion on your favorite podcast app. The Commute returns Tuesday with that interview with Bob Arabolo, and we'll look forward to catching up with you then. Have a good weekend. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.